0: Welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Here's your host, Dean Millard.
1: Uh, Really excited to to be back talking. Just To anybody. (laughs) I was uh, down for the count for a little (laughs) while. So uh, my good friend, Chris Ionson, uh, was uh, kind enough to uh, pay me a visit and uh, drop off some medicine the other day and uh, you know what I I, I love uh, cannabis medicine whether you uh, use it uh, medicinally or if you just use it to, to make yourself feel better so it was great to see you the other day Chris and uh, Chris joins us every week as we do the natural history of cannabis he's a territory manager with natural history cannabis so many cool things going on with you guys that we'll talk about in a bit but man it, we we hadn't seen each other in person for a long time
0: uh totally buddy it had been a while and, and thanks for having me Dean. It's, uh, it's great to be here man uh, but yeah the uh that visit was was uh, yeah, it was awesome to see it. it felt like it had been months and months uh you know for, for sure
1: you know especially uh, after we would do this every single week in the studio you kind of like it's like wow we, we haven't done this in a while
0: yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, it was uh <laughs> that was super nice it was A quick little visit. But uh yeah, totally great seeing you and uh and nosy.
1: Yes, nosy McGee. For for those that may be new to uh the Cannabis One O One podcast, Nosy McGee is the nickname we give to my wife Trish because she can nail a lot of cannabis and she doesn't smoke cannabis, she doesn't use cannabis at all. She uses C B D, but we would give her the first sniff whenever we were doing know your buds or back when it was what's that strain we'd give her kind of that first sniff and see what she would come up with she was pretty accurate most of the time
0: yeah uh absolutely it was uh it was freakish man that uh tahoe OG that she (laughs) nailed with i think it was a pickling spice that had coriander and bay leaves in it and smelling the two side by side was identical uh freaked me out
1: yeah, that that was uh, that was definitely uh, the the highlight of Nosy McGee's. Uh Cannabis one on one podcast career. So, um, and you know what the, the the cool thing that we used to do every week was we would explore a different cultivar, and I love that we're exploring these things and the men and women behind them in a different kind of way in this natural history of cannabis. And what we're doing today is GG four, or what it was known as as Gorilla Grew number F- glue number four, and this is a legendary breeder. Uh, creator, uh, and 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 you know, as a lot of them do, they adopt uh, nicknames. I absolutely loved this guy's name that he went, because you know me, I'm a huge Western guy. I mean, I bought Real Bravo as my first legal cannabis because it's a John Wayne movie, and so when I found <laughs> out way back when that there was a uh, you know, a breeder, a creator named Josie Wales, I was really excited, and that's the man behind uh, Gorilla Glue number four. So let's do a little breakdown. I like how we did that last week where we kind of did a little bit of a version. So let's do a little breakdown on Gorilla Glue number four. Where does it come from?
0: Where does it come from? Uh, well, it was, you know, initially created in California uh, and the genetics of it. It's a sour dub crossed with a chem crossed with a chocolate diesel. Uh, so really cool genetics in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's a unique, uh, globally renowned cultivar. Uh, it's ideal for making hash uh, due to its incredible resin production and sticky trichomes, uh, and also unique terpene profile. Um, definitely known for its gassy chemical smells and taste, and and like in a good way. Uh, for, for you, you especially, cannabis, I, for you especially. Yeah, I, I like the gas. I, I definitely. do. I find when I when I get that gas, uh, you know, my eyelids are heavy. I, I don't want to get off the couch. I've got the munchies. I'm super relaxed and euphoric.
1: Uh, gas the, is good for You're me. the gas man. You're the gas man, like in <laughs> Dumb and Dumber. Like, the
0: gas man? How do they
1: know I had gas?
0: <laughs> I mean, I'll, t- I'll take it. <laughs> the gas man. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, obviously somebody...
1: this is a uh, uh, pretty heavy indica dominant uh, cultivar.
0: Yeah, absolutely, uh, definitely, and also good for, you know, numbing numbing, numbing things out, like, uh, you know, after a workout or a long day of work, um, you know, the Gorilla Glue can be great for that. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, the creator, Joe Z. Wales, um, when he underwent open heart surgery, uh, GG4 was the only variety that would calm him down, and he actually would eat hash uh gorilla, gg4 hash uh during that time I was high for a week uh but it was it got him through that wow. surgery and after the after, after aftermath too yeah.
1: so um, not only is this um pretty good for the end of the day but it's pretty good at award shows too man
0: yeah totally uh all kinds of awards uh, gg4 is one uh, first place at the high times in, in various uh, cities, uh, literally too many to list. Uh, it, it, it's a beast of a cultivar, uh, you know. And uh, and Josie Wales, uh, as we mentioned, and Lone Waddy, uh, they're the two fellows behind GG strains and, and created uh, the amazing Gorilla Glue uh, cultivars that, that we that we ha- see before us and the varieties they created: uh, Original Glue, uh, Sister Glue. Uh, new glue, purple glue, and glue cheese. <laughs> so, like, uh, yeah, I don't know that like glue cheese. It's a, it's across with some cheese in it. Yeah, it sounds funny to me.
1: <laughs> I was I was figuring there's got to be some uh, some factor in there, and and you know that's one thing about uh, cannabis. When you get some of those uh, cheese strains, uh, they can be really, really, really strong. So, uh, where is the? You know, how does this great cultivar? come to be what's what's the backstory
0: yeah so our our story with uh gg4 you know begins in in 2009 uh so a little bit newer uh and that's when when don peabody uh aka josie wales um decided to take up smoking dope again as he'd taken uh, a 20-year break uh due to being uh, a crane operator who was required to uh, piss that for work Mm. so for 20 years uh no cannabis uh poor guy that would yeah. i think that would be tough i've, I've got be. some friends that have had to do that uh and you know they always tell me how envious they are of, of my job where it's uh it's kind of required right <laughs> i think if i yeah, if i if i pass the piss test i think i'd be out of work
1: you're right you're <laughs> just right. just kidding
0: <laughs> um, but yeah so he you know uh don peabody decided he's going to get back into cannabis the first thing that he did was He signed up uh, to the IC Mag online cannabis forum, uh, and it's the international canographic magazine. Uh, And it's uh, where breeders kind of go to chat and discuss uh, methods, new cultivars, uh, new kind of um, nutrient uh, formulations, all kind of fun growing stuff. And uh, there he went by the name of Grizz, and he started to make new friends. Uh, And at this time, it was tough to get kind of good genetics, a lot of breeders weren't sharing. Uh, but he managed to befriend uh, two growers on the forum, uh, Grayskull and Zoolander. Uh, and they uh, they offered some clones to Josie, and off he was uh, hmm. to growing.
1: You know, it's so funny. Like Josie Wales, we're talking about this guy, and uh, Lone Waddy. Uh, and now we have uh, Castle Grayskull uh, he, and, and He-Man <laughs> crew taking on Zoolander. I mean, the, and, and, and we know why they're using aliases because this is not federally legal. And in some of these states, uh, you can get in a lot of trouble. It's not like here in Canada where you can put your name behind it because it's legal recreationally, federally. So the great names that they come up with, and they were needed, especially back in that time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's unfortunate, but, uh, you know, at least you've got these stories out. Yeah. So I, it'd, be, it'd be cool to see, you know, Grayskull and Zoolander kind of come out and say, hey, that was but me. But,
1: like, you, don't you wish you could kind of come up with your own nickname at work? You know, like, I think everybody would want to have, like, a, you, know, you know, Diane is, like, the Temple of Diane or something like that. You know, I think it's <laughs> kind of cool that people get to just come up with an alias, and that's what they do. <laughs> yeah yeah, totally <laughs> so um, how, how did these three get together so so these three they, they met up in a parking lot
0: in in bristol california uh for the exchange of plants uh and the cuts were uh sour dub uh, which is a sour diesel and a sour bubble um and what they thought was a clone of a chem d uh but it was actually mislabeled and it turned out to be a, a chem sister mm. um and at some point around the same same time frame, Josie had gotten his mitts on a chocolate diesel. So um, those were the three plants that turned out to be the backbone of, of their whole operation uh, as well as uh, the uh, the GG4.
1: This is so weird and wild. I mean, this guy takes 20 years off, and then now somehow he's, he's you know, Joins and befriends people, and and this amazing little cultivar starts kind of trickling together here, like uh, like just the as as you're going through, and and we're talking about the different names. You're like, oh, okay, so this is where the story is going. I can't wait to find out where it ends.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally, buddy. It's uh, it's, it's it's awesome, and uh, and so so Josie was uh, he was growing those three those three cultivars we talked about uh, the sour dub. Uh, the Chem Sister and the Chocolate Diesel. Uh, and he was experimenting and breeding with them. And uh, Josie's partner, uh, Lone Waddy, AKA Russ Johnson, uh, that was his, his real name, um, he had hooked Josie up with some uh, some hybrids he was working on of uh, a Chem Sister uh, crossed with a Sour duck and uh josie and lone had some uh security scares kind of coming up and they were worried about uh getting a raid on on this one grow they were working on with 80 plants uh so they moved those 80 plants to a friend's place uh which you know stresses stresses the plants out when you move them uh and then within a week uh once the coast was clear uh they had moved the plants back uh to their original uh facility and uh the stress of moving the cannabis plant twice within a week caused some hermaphroditing uh, to, to the females, and uh, they were displaying some male traits, uh, and they pollinated the entire room. Uh, so not ideal when you're you know, trying to produce bud, um, for sure, but uh, that's, that's kind of what happened. The boys were chapped. Uh, they ended up giving away most of the weed as it was uh, full of seeds. Hmm. So uh, wasn't ideal.
1: Yeah, and that's that's a lot of plants for that to to happen, in my opinion. I mean, eighty plants seems like a lot, uh, especially when you can grow four in, in our house here in in Canada. Um, but you know that 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 is a good point for people that are doing any growing. Is that you know the more you're moving around your plants, the more stress. That causes them. Now you're probably not moving eighty to a friend's house and eighty back, or you're not growing legally. Um, so it's it's a, a, a tough situation. But you know what? At least it sounds like they made the best of it and gave away uh, a lot of those seeds for for you know for people to grow their own.
0: Yeah, yeah, totally right. I'm sure they just got rid of that bud uh, for cheap. Uh, you know, I just folks don't want to you know have a big bud with mm-hmm. you know a ton of seeds in it. You put in a joint, it pops. It's not ideal, um, so yeah, it was uh, you know a bit a bit of tragedy there. But uh, from that, uh, you know, some triumph came, right? And and uh, and luckily, Josie's good friend Marlin, uh, aka the Mar Dog, uh, he kept some of those seeds uh, and held on to them for a year and a half. And, wow. uh, and Josie, Josie and Mardog set up a grow and, and they popped those.
1: That's amazing uh, they, that he sat on them basically for a year and a half. And then it'd be amazing to be like, why did you decide after, you know, a year and a half to say, let's give this a try. Yeah. just
0: say It's the, it's the weed gods.
1: <laughs> yeah. No doubt. Yeah. yeah.
0: And so, so they started with some of the, uh, the chocolate diesel seeds. Uh, they ended up with four females. Uh, one of them was a runt, and it was nearly identical to just a straight sour dub, so that was tossed. Uh, and the remaining three plants uh, were GG1, uh, aka Sister Glue, uh, GG2, and GG4, uh, aka Original Glue. And and number four was the big big winner there. That was uh, just huge. And, and with the uh, the kind of the glue name, Dean, I, I've kind of heard. Uh, that due to, you know, it's, it's sticky trichomes and there was a time when uh, Josie and Lone were, were working on the plants, uh, you know, doing some hands-on work and the phone rang. Uh, Josie went, picked up the phone, took a call uh, and when he went to put the phone, hang the phone back up, uh, the receiver stuck to his hand, uh just <laughs> like the commercial. So the name was formed that way. I thought that was pretty cool.
1: That's uh I, I love uh you know one of the things I would love to do is name a cultivar. I mean it'd just be I think it would be such an honor to be able to name something that you grew or you created. Um but yeah. th- it's it's you know it's also uh so interesting that, you know, they were you know, the first one that they tossed that, you know, you mentioned, but then they have a couple of more, like there's some, there's some, we've talked about some different cultivars that are in different variations. And like, this one was the winner. I think Bruce Banner number four was a big one too, as well, or something like that. So, you know, it's, you're yeah. trying different ones and it's not like the other ones aren't good. It's just, this is the, the clear winner on this one. And how do you not like the story of a of a phone sticking and 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 it kind of goes back to you know why it's great for hash too right you kind of foreshadowed that a little bit with the kind of now hearing the the phone story i mean it's it's uh you know you're you 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 know weed that you're working with when your hands get all sticky and and i can't imagine a phone actually sticking to a hand That, that that tells you how great it is
0: yeah uh yeah definitely uh for sure, anytime I've I've done some work in some grows, uh, you know uh, I've, I've worn gloves uh, for some grows and, and kept the gloves and put them in the freezer, and mm-hmm. uh, you get some real good finger hash from that. Uh, just handling the plants, all that all that good stuff is is getting on your fingers. So uh, <laughs> yeah, the GG4 is 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 great for that. And with uh, with that, Josie and Lone did realize they had something special with the GG4 plant uh and they actually decided to generously give the cuts and clones away to fellow growers on IC Meg uh on the condition that it always be given away for free to deserving growers uh, and it's kind of an ode to to Grayskull and Zoolander who got him started you know they just hooked him up and uh so over the years you know uh GG4 has garnered quite the reputation uh it's been used in numerous uh breeding successes um, here in the Alberta rec market, like we have Strawberry Glue, uh, Glue Rangatan, uh, Early Glue, Deja Glue, Gorilla Berry, Sour Glue, Nova Glue, uh, all kinds of options there. Um, mm. And that's that's due to uh, Josie getting on those forums with guys that were doing breeding, folks that were doing breeding, and 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 offering it, saying, "Hey, you want it? Let me know. I'll get you a cut free." Uh, and and it was it was used.
1: That's kind of just like a cannabis lifestyle. That's like a pay it forward lifestyle, right? He, he was able to find something excellent because somebody else helped him and he wants to make sure that let's see where this goes and, and, you know, let's see what this turns into and develops and, and, and I can't imagine, um, you know, looking back, uh, whenever he did, uh, you know, at, at what was out there all from where they started because somebody helped them out. And that is so much of what cannabis and the, and kind of the culture is in my opinion.
0: It is, uh, absolutely. I, re- I remember for, for me personally, like first getting into cannabis, uh, I I didn't always have weed. I didn't always have papers. I couldn't roll, you know, my, you know, my friends took care of me, uh, kind of showed me the way, uh, taught me how to roll. And, uh, I I remember, uh, you know, paying, paying that forward and, uh, going on a houseboating trip and bringing 30 grams with Mm me, uh, and letting everyone on the trip know, Hey, if you want to smoke, come find me. Uh, and, and we had a great time and, and, over the years, that's kind of come back around to me. So I think with, with cannabis, it's, you know, take care of your, your fellow uh, stoner as, as, as much as you can when you can, right?
1: Yeah, I am <laughs> totally with you on that. And uh, I think that that's, it's really about, uh, in my opinion, you're, you're creating some nice karma for yourself as well. And, and we could all probably use a little bit more uh, karma, just like we can use uh, Gorilla Glue. But the Gorilla Glue name actually got these guys into some trouble.
0: Uh, yeah uh totally so you know initially when when they first created the uh, the cultivar they were calling it Gorilla Glue number 4 and uh in in 2017 uh the Gorilla Glue company out of Ohio took legal action against um the GG strains uh breeders and and the cannabis industry um you know they went after their website uh you know gorilla glue 4.com uh, sent them a bunch of nasty cease and desist letters uh and they were ordered to uh remove uh the word gorilla uh, and any image of any lowland forest ape from packaging uh and any purveyors of the product you know had to do the same hmm. so, <laughs> They put it on lockdown
1: wow uh it's i you know I, I i obviously uh understand the the copyright infringement but you know this is it's kind of you're you're taking legal action against uh, industry that's not legal, federally, <laughs> right? Like how, how, I don't know. It just kind of blows my mind a little bit.
0: <laughs> yeah, what, do, what do they care? <laughs> They're already in this. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, and it, this happened. Uh, this happened just after the uh, the Girl Scouts of America. Uh, their lawyers had just gotten the name uh, changed to GSC instead of Girl Scout Cookies um uh, back in the, the day there and, and changed in the dispensary so uh, i know that uh that josie and Lone were uh were kissed they didn't want to comply they wanted they wanted to say f you we're keeping it uh our way because there were some you know old school growers uh but they didn't have the you know the corporate money the lawyers to fight it and um and truthfully gorilla glue had been using the name for 20 years so yeah. uh an out of court settlement was reached and uh gorilla glue number four became gg4 and uh According to, to, to Josie and Loan, uh this cost them around two hundred and fifty thousand dollars with uh legal fees, the settlement, uh and uh rebranding of, you know, changing everything to gg four.
1: Yeah, like I I understand the the copyright situation, and, and same with Girl Scout cookies, uh, especially in a legal market. Like here in Canada, you, you're not going to be allowed to call it Girl Scout cookies because that is a uh, you know when it, the name and everything has to go through a process. I don't know how that Trailer Park Buds ever made it through that time, but that was uh, short lived. <laughs> so everything goes through a process, um, and yeah. and and I get I get that the Gorilla Glue company uh, that had been using it for twenty years would go after them but it's just it's like you're you're going after uh an entity that is not legal so it's just it's kind of like you're you're you know <laughs> It's you're 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 suing an illegal sort of form, I guess, but in some states their uh, their their medical would would be covered maybe in some dispensaries. So it's unfortunate that it happened, uh, and they they had to uh, to rebrand. But you know it's not worth that fight, right? You know you're not going to win uh, that fight against the corporation. So unfortunate they yeah. lost that fight, and and unfortunate that two of these legends they're they're both not with us anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely tragic. Uh, yeah, Don uh, Don Peabody, uh, a.k.a. Josie Wales, passed away uh, in Las Vegas in uh, May of 2020. Uh, he was 69 years old. Um, due to complications from the fall, um, he was a true cannabis legend, and he emulated the sharing ways of the cannabis culture. I saw a lot of uh, you no know, comments and people kind of mentioning – that, uh, you know, he was an old grump with a heart of gold. And Hmm. uh, everybody that was, you know, in his life, uh, absolutely loved the man. Uh, And then uh, uh, Lone Waddy, uh, Russ Johnson, there passed uh, a year before uh, Josie at the age of 61. Uh, Absolute cannabis legend.
1: Josie Wales acted a lot like the character Josie Wales, who was uh, Clint Eastwood, was a grump, but ended up helping a lot of people. And Um, yeah, so that's kind of fitting. Um, yeah, I, 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 uh, first of all, I love the backstories. I love hearing about what these guys did, but most importantly, I love why they did it. I mean, they did it, this, 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 you know, pay it forward mentality has led us to these amazing cultivars. And if these guys were selfish and were trying to make a buck off this, we, we might not have the different variations. We would still have this, but it wouldn't be the other that that mm. goes with it and and that's so important is that you know one cultivar becomes legendary not because it's amazing that helps but what it also spawns
0: yeah yeah absolutely man Sharon is caring
1: yeah exactly uh okay so uh we chatted a little bit about the the tally man you brought it out to me you also brought me a sweet natural history toque and now that it's actually below minus 50 we can actually go outside and use it so i can't wait uh, to take a walk in that one, and and I'm gonna dive into the tallyman at some point. I'm on a bit of a tea break right now. I'm not I'm not a 20 year like Josie Wales that he had to go on with, with his uh, tea break, but I'm on a tea break soon, so I'm looking forward to diving into the uh, the tallyman. What can you tell us about the tallyman, which is uh, new from Natural History?
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's wonderful. It is uh, one of my favorites. Uh, it's uh, quickly a bud tenders favorite too. Uh, you know, my store travels in Alberta here. I, I walk in, talk to bud tenders, and they're pumped about this one. Um, it's, a, it's a genetic uh, gem of uh, banana OG across a dosi dough and across a papaya. So, three really kind of fruity genetics uh, mixed in there. Um, the smoke is super smooth, super tasty. Um, for me, I, I find it to be pretty chill and relaxed. Uh, I really like it after dinner, um, and it's uh, it's a higher THC, for sure, uh, and a higher terpene profile, too, so um, you definitely taste it. Um, a lot of folks are kind of excited for this one to go into a vape. Uh, I think it'll work really nice in a vape cart, and uh, definitely not one for beginners, though, with that high THC. Uh, I don't think if you're you know new to cannabis, you're going to want to try the Tallyman, but uh, uh, yeah, they'll Build yourself
1: up to that one. <laughs> hmm, that's interesting. I, I, uh, l- last time I was in uh, Plant Life Jensen Lakes, uh, they, I think they only had one left or something like that. Uh, so uh, definitely, it's a, it's a popular one. Uh, I love the fact that uh, there's a nice Terp profile on there that you can find out what the top three. Um, and and you know what when when I when I go into the the plant lives here in Saint Albert, whether it's Jensen Lakes or Aaron Ridge. First of all, you know, I, I know most of the people, but I'm always asking them questions because I think, you know, you I have talked about this before. Like if you don't know a lot about cannabis, then start asking people that you're buying from. And if they don't know, then you probably need to find somebody who has a little bit more knowledge. I've never ran into that at plant life, uh, particularly in the, in the St. Albert uh, locations and some of the other ones, and you would know you worked with a lot of those people. So I love asking and just going in and saying, you know what, this is the terpenes I'm looking for right now. Oh, okay. Let's get you some of this. Okay. I'm not really into a whole lot of high THC. Okay. Let's look, you know, it's, it's, you know, you can kind of customize it based on what you're wanting and their knowledge and, and that goes together perfectly. So I, I always appreciate that at Aaron Ridge, Jensen lakes, plant lives, because, uh, you know, I, 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 sometimes go in with some idea, but I always walk out with something else on their recommendation.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. Right. If, especially though, those two stores there, you can, you know, talk to any any other bartenders and they'll give you a, a good recommendation. They all, they'll smoke. They're all, uh, passionate about it. Uh, uh, I know you know when i when I was with plant life, education was such a big focus there you know uh it was constantly continuing that higher education uh so and, and it shows in their and their folks on the floor for sure, yeah,
1: so you mentioned this is not for beginners i i'll tell you a funny story i was i was well it's not funny that I was sick, but I was really sick for for a while, and I just basically hadn't had any. Uh, weed really I was sleeping most of the time and I had actually uh, you know I've told you over the last little while my job has gotten so much busier so that I haven't been able to you know when when I was doing a cannabis podcast all the time it was kind of okay to be smoking a lot of weed during the day and you know you're you're (laughs) researching and things My job now is very busy and it's uh, a lot of meetings and I just don't use THC during the day anymore. So I'd really kind of dialed back. Well, I smoked a half a gram joint and it was probably too much. Um, I probably didn't need it uh, going all the way back after a bit of a break. I had a bit of a, you know, 10, 15 minutes of some paranoia and sitting down and nosy McGee's kind of looking at me like, I've never seen you this way before, but it it does go to, to show you that, you know, if you're ever not getting the effects you want from your cannabis, it's probably time for a little bit of a break. And there's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with taking a break. I mean, smoking weed every day doesn't have to be a badge everybody wears. And, and a lot of people don't need to do it, but if you are finding that you're just not getting what you used to maybe then take a break. Take a week. Take a month if you can. Like you know, they say thirty days. Uh, I don't know the exact science, but it 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 definitely works. I mean, I. Had a, a beginner moment uh, the other night, and and yeah, I kind of appreciated it because I'm getting some different sensations from cannabis now that I'm using it again. But uh, if you wanna, if you're not getting the right feeling, dial it back. Just don't go full bore like you thought you used to when you start back up again. Because that was my problem: is I dove right back in like I was, you know, had been smoking for weeks and I hadn't, and it 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 uh, you know kind of bit me in the booboo, as Chong said in uh, Up and Smoke. <laughs>
0: awesome uh yeah yeah amen to that brother uh for sure um i wonder if i'll uh if i'll ever get 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 there i uh i don't find i take a lot of tolerance breaks unless i'm uh just some vacation and can't find weed. But.
1: Yeah, and it's not for everybody. But some people they yeah. just want to take a break and dial it back and and see what it is. So uh, that's the beautiful no thing doubt. about weed is is you find your own rhythm, and sometimes that rhythm changes as you get older or as you develop and different things. And uh, it's all about finding yeah. your own unique center and balance when it comes to cannabis.
0: Yeah. Amen. I love it,
1: brother. And it's not all about THC, as we say. It's uh, not just about getting high. It's about uh, getting healthy. And and this was a really fun conversation. Conversations with you are healthy for the mind because they're a lot of fun and they're knowledgeable. As we discussed, uh, the legendary... Gorilla Glue number four from uh, Josie Wales and Lone Waddy. Uh, This has been a lot of fun. Can't wait for our next conversation, Chris, as uh, Chris Ionson, Territory Manager for Natural History Cannabis, joining us here on the Natural History of Cannabis. Thanks once again, Chris. We'll chat next week.
0: Right on, Dean. Thanks for having me. Take me down on my
1: knees Oh, lemon cheese Marijuana
0: Easy rider, Peter Fonda You get in my brain I love you, Mary Jane Marijuana
1: Oh, hello, tight stick
0: You know the shit
1: that's tied to a stick
0: You get in my brain
1: Yeah.